Hey, look who finally decided to join. Yeah. Hey, Lloyd. How What's going doing? on? How's it going? I'm so sorry I was late. Uh, it's fine. I've been here for the last 20 minutes. It really doesn't yeah, matter. My bus got stuck in traffic. It's okay. What coffee did you get? Oh, I just got a small black coffee. Oh my god, it does not get more basic than that. I got a half French vanilla, half coffee. That's some good taste. Boy, that's not even coffee. That's literally like the best co taste of coffee. Half the cup is filled I'm with I'm willing to debate this for the next 20 minutes. Sugar. Nope. The amount of sugar in that. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to the point. Yeah, uh, we're here so... to talk about, I believe it's, it's a digital story assignment that we've been assigned by Miss Menon. Yeah. Right? Do you have any brainstorming ideas? Like, do you have your five aspects down yet? Uh, I was thinking about it, and I've decided to um, focus on five different aspects of my identity. Oh yeah, which were? I've t I've taken a look at uh, my gender, mm -hmm. taken a look at uh, my age, okay, uh, my ethnicity, mm -hmm. my faith, and lastly my personality. Oh, interesting. What do you have in mind? I have in mind my religion, sex, my ability, culture, and ethnicity, and my age, because I feel like they all play a big aspect of who I am now today. Interesting. All right, so, uh, do you want to hear what I have so far for my ethnicity category? Of course, please go ahead. All right, so this is what I wrote down so far. Um, I'm a Filipino-Canadian, born to two Filipino parents, who have immigrated here from the Philippines. Now, I would say that I'm quite proud and never really tried to hide this sacred part of my identity. Well, I agree to disagree. However, keep going. Yeah. Ooh, really? I'd yeah. like to hear your part soon. Yeah, um, for many people, they think that someone like me may be a minority in this community, mm -hmm. thus making this um, a disadvantage rather than an advantage. However, I'm here today to strongly oppose that and to say that diversity is our strength. 100%. I would say that the fact of our community and nation is filled with such numbers of diverse people coming from different cultures is what makes our nation strong, not weak. Exactly. Now, the saddening part is that what divides these cultures is something called racism. Mm -hmm. Funny story. Remember... Back in grade three when we first met? Yeah, yeah, that was like nine years ago. Goodness, I can't even remember myself. Yeah. But I remember how you first thought I was Chinese. Oh yeah, I would have never assumed you were Filipino to be honest. I just, it was my first assumption of you. Yeah, like it really goes to show like how we make assumptions at first mm -hmm. without actually getting to know the person. Based on looks. Exactly, yeah. right? And what was really funny was back then, I was thought that not only by you, but by many other people that I was Chinese as well. Mm -hmm. See, this is probably one of the only times in my life where I encountered racism on a personal standpoint. Yeah. So that was a pretty, pretty like significant part of my life when I was younger. Yeah, I see. Let me hear your side. What do you have? All right, so earlier when I said I agree to disagree on your point, when you said you're proud and free of who you are today, uh, and to express yourself in the country, you know, is because I come from an Egyptian household and when I first immigrated here to Canada, the only privilege I really had was being born a Canadian citizen because my father got his citizenship before I was born. Right. However, when I started going to school in grade three, I never really felt as privileged as and proud as you did growing up, mm -hmm. right? The reason being is because in school I was put into ESL uh, since I was still learning the language and now uh, that has had its own effects on me because I really had thick ha I had a really thick Arabic accent uh, and would be judged on my intelligence uh, now what I mean by that is the other students in my school would make fun of me and call me such a stupid 
just because I didn't have the ability to express myself in English, which comes to show, like, you know, how society really judge people and the amount of racism that occurs just based on the way people talk oh, definitely, yeah. is just crazy, you know? So true, yeah. Now, since we're on the topic of racism, it brings me to my second aspect of my list, being my religion. Uh, so before I was born, my father immigrated here in Canada in May 1996 and had his CPA from the United States of America. Yeah. He applied to several different jobs in Canada, however, was unsuccessful due to the fact that he was apparently overqualified for what? the job. Like, what is that supposed to mean? What does that know? even mean? Yeah. I really don't understand because yeah. overqualified to me sounds like any regular person in a job working their way up to order in order to achieve a higher position in the job. However, that clearly was not the case when my father was applying for the jobs. Yeah, that's not right. It seems to me that he had trouble speaking the language, right, as well as uh, just because he had trouble speaking the language as well as kept uh, his beard as a religious symbol, people would just assume he was not right, the, the right fit for the job, which made me wonder if the reason behind this was because he was not, which made me wonder if the reason behind this was because he wasn't born and raised in Canada, you know, so. Wow, that's pretty insightful. Pretty, pretty devastating to hear that. Yeah, man, unfortunately. That's just how society is nowadays, you know? Yeah, it's very clear and evident that that's how it works. But uh, for me, from my perspective, uh, I would say, um, I'm pretty sure you know well that I'm a pretty devout Christian. Yeah. I definitely find this quite a privilege, not only for myself, but also for my family, mm -hmm. but also in present day Canadian society. Yeah. Now, from my experience, as uh, growing up as a Christian, mm -hmm. uh, going to Stephen Lewis, for example, we can all see how it's predominantly Muslim. Yeah. Right. Uh, almost all my friends are Muslims, mm -hmm. and I love them dearly. Although in this Canadian society, it's predominantly, it's you'd say predominantly Christian, probably. Yeah. Uh, in our school, we can both agree that that's not the case. Yeah. Right. Um, but I do not let this division of belief create a division in friendships do you know what i mean oh yeah it, i think that's very important because i've seen how faithism for example has played a role against um not like me personally because you know i didn't know many other fellow christians there yeah see i'm thankful to see that people actually still have you know have like the different you know ways of treating people they're not just judging based on their first impressions you yeah. know and like being really happy to hear that there there's still hope out there for oh, you know not judging people based on their religion or yeah. whatever it is yeah because what's really saddening to see is that like um i've seen how like faithism for example mm -hmm. has played a bigger role against you know the islamic community Absolutely. i've seen especially especially islamophobia yeah especially islamophobia yeah it's we've we've seen instance after instance in the news yeah. of things happening mm. things happening against the islamic community which is heartbreaking 
Yeah. But it needs to be addressed. Yeah. And we're even known as terrorists nowadays, and it just kills me every time I see this on the news, because a big aspect of being Muslim, uh, even throughout our way of saying hi, we say, may peace be upon you. Right. It's against our religion to commit any act of violence or theft or whatever it is. So when people say Muslims are terrorists or Muslims are this and that, it really like breaks my heart. Yeah. Knowing that I w- I'm living in this community and I'm not appreciated or understood out in, out in society. Exactly. Agreed. Wow. That was very deep. Yeah. Very insightful conversation. Yeah, I didn't think it would be that deep, to be honest. Yeah, and this is only a study period. Yeah, <laughs> and we're already uh, no. we're already hitting it hard. Yeah, no. But um, that's 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 crazy how we could connect on such a personal level in those two categories. Yeah. But moving on, um, what do you have so far for the gender aspect? Uh, well, here's the thing. Growing up, I realized many things about the way I was treated as a child, the way other grown-ups are treated, and the way I currently am being treated as an 18-year-old male. Some of these things include personal treatment that I've received differently from my other female siblings. For example, I have three sisters, no brothers in my household. I was given the freedom to stay out with friends longer than my sisters. This meant pe- my parents were more lenient in my curfew than my sisters, and I really never really understood why until I asked for their point of view. Their answer to my question was that my sisters were more open to danger or unable to protect themselves, which made me wonder how privileged I can be at times. And also that sexism has been there throughout my life growing up. Just because I'm a male should not mean I'm less open to danger. Uh, and I felt like we should all have the same rules growing up, although I was thankful for having that extra hour or two. <laughs> um, and another factor that plays uh, in growing up, especially when I entered high school, Uh, was in grade nine. I was once going out with my friends during lunchtime and had my bag on. As I approached Sobeys, the grocery store, uh, I saw a few adults walking into the store with their laptop bags, purses, and none of the workers mentioned anything to them. However, as I approached the store with my friends, the workers had told us to remove out our bags before entering the store, assuming we're going to steal. Wow. This made me wonder how teenagers are looked at in society and all the stereotypical views that play a big role in how the store acted. Wow. I thought to myself, this is clearly an act of ageism because I never really had the intention of stealing from the store. Yeah. Also, they had no right to tell me to put my personal belongings at the front, of, at the front before entering. So you know what? I made the decision to go back to school and starve until I got back home, which taught me never to bring a bag with me outside to lunch anymore. That is terrible. For them to assume that you were about to steal something when you clearly did not even have that intent? I didn't have a single intention to steal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I could definitely connect with that on so many levels. Uh, Want to hear what I have down so far? Yeah, please go ahead. I'm so, interested. when it comes down to gender, um, I think it's obvious that uh, we both would identify as male, mm-hmm. right? Uh, today in the real world, yeah. it has been evident how uh, men have been seen to have dominance, this dominance Absolutely. over women, yeah. you know? Uh, mostly seen through strength mm-hmm. and especially through ability. Which I never really understood, but yeah, keep going. For this reason, this is seen as a privilege today mm. to be a male, right? 100%. Um, society has seen today um, how it has ruled and uplifted such a system of patriarchy. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? 
putting women at a disadvantage, which leads to the evidence of sexism, mm. right? One thing I must say is although my strength as a male may be seen as a disadvantage, while I do agree with that, mm -hmm. other times I hate to admit, but I don't. Mm. Why? For instance, as a male, we've been portrayed as people who are strong mm -hmm. with strength, mm -hmm. and to some extent it may be true. However, I've seen how the manual labor has been pushed to me. Especially whether it be in my work life or personal life. I would have to take care of the manual labor. Yeah. While the while other women who I wouldn't say have has the same exact strength as me, mm -hmm. but could at least contribute, just stand there and watch me because they have this perspective seeing me that oh he's the strong one. Yeah. He can do it. Yeah, I see where you're going. So this is a great evidence of how sexism also negatively affects men in a way mm -hmm. just and a I, little bit though not as much as not as much society not as I much like. but yeah you make a fair point to be honest yeah but i've seen it really also affect me as a male as well absolutely right and i think um we need to address both sides absolutely 100 i agree with you Alright, so you've definitely made a fair point about gender, but has age affected you in any way? Because I don't want to, like, I'm not sure if I'm the only one that's had age affect me in oh, my life. Absolutely, age has okay. really, really affected me. Why? Because also, um, I'm 17 years old. Mm -hmm. I would say that being this age would be both a privilege and mm -hmm. a disadvantage. Why mm -hmm. would I say that? Today in the real world, the reputation and view of teenagers and young adults are very mixed. Yeah. Why? Some people view someone my age as a technology or cell phone addict. <laughs> some may see someone my age as a reckless drug addict. Uh, some may see someone like me to be athletic and strong, mm. keeping up with the thought that younger people are stronger. Yeah. Now the truth of the matter is that I do not apply to all these areas. Mm -hmm. To different people, I would be seen in each and one of these areas despite never even touching drums. Yeah. Now for instance, I had an experience with ageism. Before the pandemic, back in grade nine, I used to be obsessed with volunteering everywhere, from public events to festivals. And I always sought to try and join some volunteer, volunteering opportunities to get some hours. However, at every single festival I volunteered at, the minimum age requirement was 14 years of age, which I met. Mm -hmm. However, I volunteered to this certain one, fe uh, to this certain festival mm -hmm. in which um, it was the same, same practices as other festivals. Yes. Yet for some reason, they discriminated me against my age and said, "We only are accepting seventeen-year-old, seventeen-year-old uh, volunteers." What? That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense when we're doing the same exact thing as other festivals, which is just customer service. Yeah, and there's no legal home. age for volunteering. No. You know, you gotta get your volunteering hours as soon as you get into exactly. high school. Exactly. So fourteen is just a great age. So why can't? There yeah, be people that under 17. Was it because 14 year olds are too immature for customer service or interaction? To me, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I definitely and firmly believe that this story was a great representation of my life, from my life, of what ageism really is. Mm -hmm. Now, you definitely bring up a fair point on ageism. However, my final aspect, you know, I left the best for last because uh, I've left ability for last because now I've had my share of privileges and disadvantages 
However, I will never be more thankful for one of my biggest privileges, which is being 6'3", six, 6'3", three, six three in heights. Yeah. Because in grade 11 summer, there was a warehouse that was hiring workers. You've heard of Costco, of course, Lloyd, right? Of course. Okay. Who, who well, wouldn't? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I obviously took the opportunity to edit my resume over the summer and apply to Costco. I also told two, close, two of my close male friends to apply. Although their resumes looked a lot better than mine, I was the only one who got acceptance to work at Costco. I was glad I got the job and was going on with life until one of my friends that applied asked if I got the job. I answered yes, and my friend laughed and said, it's probably because you're as tall as a giraffe. Hmm. You know, really? I never really thought about the factor at first. However, my friend did make sense about what he had said. Because at Costco, they have a lot of work that involves stacking things on shelves and lifting heavy objects. Now here's the thing. I looked at myself and looked at my friends. I realized, them, I realized that one of them is 5'4 in height and the other is 5'6. And they weren't the biggest either. Then I remembered that I am pretty big in size and height. So clearly I thought to myself how much sizeism was involved in this job Absolutely. application. Without realizing it was right under my nose. You know, just because I'm bigger than them or taller than them shouldn't mean that, you know, I have more ability than them. You know, Absolutely. Costco could have just easily brought a few stairs and ladders, easy, making it easier for Definitely. them to stack things on shelves, uh, giving them different jobs, because there are multiple jobs, of course, rather than just stacking things up. You yeah. know, so I, that the aspect of you know sizeism really played a big factor here when I was applying to this warehouse. Wow, very insightful. Now that was another great example. You got a lot down so far. Yeah. I mean, it's not about having a lot done. I feel like this more comes from the heart. That's I just true. I just thought about the different events that occurred to me in the past and just wrote my ideas down, really. Right. It's not it's not like for the project, it's more out of my heart. That's true. Definitely agreed. Now, wanna hear what I have for my last aspect? Absolutely. I think I think this was important to me, that I would include my personality. Mm. And one aspect of my personality, which is pretty no noticeable to others is that I love to laugh. <laughs> Tell me about it. My laughter does one of two things. Mm -hmm. It A, either annoys people or makes others happy too. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, when I'm with friends almost every single time, we'll be laughing about something. Whatever it be, it'll always be about something. Yeah. I always stress to myself and to my friends the importance of having joy and happiness in your life. Absolutely. I don't enjoy having such sad, and sorrowful conversations which leaves everyone sad and upset. Mm -hmm. I really do find this to be a privilege, not only in my life, but in society today. Absolutely. Why? Because many young people our age are going through such hard times and are fearful about what, may, what life may throw at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to live in such joy is something that needs to be cherished more. Sometimes due to this fact that I laugh a lot, people develop thoughts of mentalism against me, which what? makes no sense. I'm like, they're, they formulate these kinds of thoughts like, is he stable? Is there something wrong with him? What? For laughing? It's not <laughs> that normal. doesn't make any sense. It's not normal to laugh that much. It's not that. It's just I treasure having joy in my life. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I feel like it's definitely better for you to laugh and have fun than be like a very negative person because, you know... Laughing is just brings smiles to other people's exactly. faces. Well, you know what? This has been a great conversation. Fantastic conversation. I appreciate you for coming here, you know, and sharing yeah. your ideas with me. Because I feel like 
you know, this should really be brought up and talked about Definitely. nowadays, you know. Yeah. This man really gave us a great assignment to talk yeah. about. You know? Well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to start formulating this assignment. <laughs> All right, Sam. Take it easy, bro.